I suddenly shot up from my bed, heaving air as if it felt like I had been holding my breath for several minutes. Sweat as cold as the ice on the frozen lake flowed down my cheeks and dripped onto the floor. For a second I could hardly tell where I was, or even who I was, as my eyes darted around the room as I tried to spot the draugr that had been seen in front of me. However, there was no draugr to be seen. Had it all been a dream? It felt so real. I could still smell the smoke of the burning homes, and I could still hear the screams of people getting ripped apart as if it had just happened. But alas, here I was, in my body, in my bed, completely safe. My mother came into my room. When she saw me jump in surprise at her presence, she gave me a worried look as she walked over to my bed and sat on the edge of it. What's wrong, my little warrior? She asked me softly as she placed her hand on my cheek. Her hand was so soft and gentle, it instantly made me feel calm and safe from anything that could possibly happen. I had a horrible nightmare, mother, I said to her. Draugr came and destroyed our homes and killed so many people. There were people with blurred faces who were reaching out to me as well, but I didn't know what they wanted, I said as I hugged her tightly finally feeling like I was safe, as she also put her arms around me. Don't worry, my child. If Draugr ever came here, your father and I would protect you. She looked into my eyes and smiled before saying, Besides, by the time your father and I have finished training you, you will be stronger than any Draugr. This made me smile and gave me some peace, since I knew that. They were probably right. My parents were strong and had gone on many successful raids together, and the training they had been putting me through had already made me better than the rest of the young children in our village. I took my mother's words in stride and began to train harder than I ever did. Over the years, my skill grew, not only in one-on-one -on -one fights, but also in working with others. This was a good thing, as most of our fights and raids involved working together, side by side, in shield walls. If one man fails, the wall could break, and that would be the end of the man next to you. So each man had to be as strong as the one next to him, and stronger than the man in front of him. I went on my first raid when I was 15 years old. My mother and father were right next to me catching the Saxons off guard and letting out screams of fury and victory alongside them felt as if it was something that was meant to be. The three of us, alongside with the rest of the raiding party, moved quickly through the small Saxon village, making sure to catch them by surprise and making sure that they weren't expecting a fight. We quickly stole what we could and burned what we could not, as we made sure that they couldn't recover and mass a counterattack. Once we felt like we had grabbed everything that we could, we quickly brought it back to our longship and got out of there as quickly as we could. As we did so, our archers let loose a few of their own arrows at the Saxons that tried to catch our ship to grab a bit of glory. All they grabbed was a few arrows in their chest and skulls. 
We sang songs and cheered loudly as we had come away with a plentiful bounty. Many of the other warriors gave me congratulations and strong pats on the back as they gave me praises for doing so well on my first raid. The praises that made me feel the proudest, however, was hearing the praises that I got from my mother and father. Let it be heard that this is my son, my mother said proudly as she continued. Let it be known that it was my womb that grew him and my spear that carved him into a warrior. My father then walked up to me and clasped his hand around my forearm, and I did the same, each of us showing respect to each other as warriors. He then smiled at me and brought me in close for a tight embrace, and I returned it, as we now showed each other respect as father and son. My father let out a thunderous laugh as he raised my arm in the air. Let us not forget that this raid was successful because of us all, but let it also not be forgotten that starting on this day, Odin has a new warrior that will eventually join him in his great hall. The rest of the warrior raised their fists in the air and let out thunderous cheers before my father yelled, Tonight we feast and drink until the sun comes up. That sure got the men riled up, all except my mother, who had a somewhat annoyed look, as she knew our meat supply would be greatly drained again. It was about a four-day sail back to our home in Norway, so we had a bit of time to ourselves. My parents told me stories about their first raid, and how my father apparently fell on his face when he first stepped out of the boat. And how my mother managed to get out of the boat just fine, only to realize she had forgotten her sword in the boat. We laughed together, and I felt happy. Happier than I ever had been before. If only I could have stayed in that moment forever. If only that moment wasn't the last time we'd laugh like that together. About two days into our journey home, we decided to stop the boat on the coast so we could rest and stretch our legs a bit. Hey, come look at this, one of the men shouted from the woods that was close by. We all went to the sound of his voice and saw what he was talking about. It was a grave. However, the bodies weren't buried. They all leaned against the trees and had been clearly dead for a while as all of them looked very decayed and rotten. The rest of the men became excited, as they saw the corpses had jewelry on them, and saw this as an easy opportunity to increase our plunder. At first, I got excited too. I mean, who wouldn't? But then I saw the look of my mother and father, and remembered the tales that they told me, and the dream I had all those years ago. I don't think we should disturb the bodies. I said, as I began to fear the worst. One of the men looked at me and said, Why? It's not like they're going to need it anymore, he said as he took a ring from one of the bony fingers of the corpse in front of him. Look at the bodies. None of them are buried. They're all leaning up against the trees. For all we know, these could be Draugr. A few of the men and women with us laughed and ignored me before my father added, The boy is right. We shouldn't tempt fate. Agreed. Doesn't it at least seem strange that the bodies are all leaned up against the trees like this? My mother added. This was enough to cause some of them to change their minds, 
and began put what they took back. Others, however, kept looting, as one said. They're probably like this to keep people who are afraid of their own shadows like you away from their jewels. I still thought it was all too strange. I was about to chime in and add another point, but that's when I heard a scream. One of the men had begun to scream out, Let go of me, you rotten bastard! He yelled as he took out his axe with his free hand and cut off the hand of the corpse with it. He fell back as the corpse let out a deep, low groan. As its bones began to creak, its head began to move slowly and stiffly, as if it had not moved in years before suddenly letting out a loud snap as it looked forward with a pair of icy blue eyes. What in Odin's name? One of our men said as they witnessed what was happening before their eyes. Soon more screams were heard as more and more the corpses began to wake up one by one. Some were able to escape their cold, dead grasps and help others, but not everyone was so lucky. As the undead pulled them down and tore their flesh with their hands and teeth, the screams from these unlucky people were the most horrible sounds I had ever heard as they screamed out for aid or in desperation for the undead corpse to stop. Quickly, everyone, ready yourselves, my father yelled out. As this shook me out of my trance, I quickly grabbed my axe and shield as the rest of the warriors with us did the same. Luckily, the bastards took a while to wake up, allowing those of us who didn't die to brace ourselves for a fight. Luckily, as they all came towards us, we formed a shield wall in time to stop them. Even though their bodies were decayed as much as the dead side of Hell's face, their strength was incredible, causing our feet to drag in the mud as they all crashed into us. Spears! My mother called out loudly as she and the rest of the warriors who had spears thrust them through the small holes in the wall to stab the undead. Normal men would have fallen from this, but most of these Draugr roared and reached out with their long, dead fingers, still trying with all their might to take the life from our bodies. The spears pulled back, making some Draugr fall, the icy blue eyes going dark in some of them, but most of them simply continued to push. I heard a scream on the other end of the shield wall as one of the men fell over, a draugr quickly falling on top of him and began biting the flesh off of his face. One of the archers standing behind the wall took out their dagger and stabbed the draugr in the back of the head three times before the foul creature finally fell, but our man was already dead. Close the gap! A shield maiden yelled as we quickly moved closer to each other. To close the gap that had been made, we managed to close it before any more could get through. PUSH! My father yelled as we pushed as hard as we could. It was like trying to push a mountain, but we managed to start driving them back as my father then yelled out, ARCHERS! The archers in the back of the wall went on the shoulders of some of the others so they could clearly see over the shield wall. They pulled back their arrows and let them loose hitting their targets as the draugr that had pressed its face right in front of me suddenly found an arrow in its eye, making it fall to the ground. A few other draugr met a similar fate 
as their skulls and bodies were pierced with arrows. However, some just didn't fall, or just rose back up soon after falling, and they just kept attacking. This isn't working, one of the men said, and then continued. We can't permanently keep them down, and more of the dead keep rising up. My father acknowledged this, as he nodded and came up with a plan. Archers, wait for my signal. He called out as he had everyone lock their stance before telling us to push out our shields to knock them back before having those with spears impaled the jogger. My father then quickly called the archers, who let loose another volley. We used this opportunity to back up and get closer to our boats. He repeated this process twice more, but at the cost of two more of our men. One fell just like the previous one and the other was overwhelmed as three Draugr focused directly on him, trying to make a break in our wall. We quickly dispatched of these as they fell over, and we repeated this process for three times as we closed the gaps. This allowed us enough time to finally get back onto our boat, the archers covering others as they fired at will, dropping a few more Draugr as they did so. Me and the rest of the men quickly pushed the boat out deep enough so that it could sail before we finally got in. Get us out of here! I yelled as everyone quickly began to paddle. I started to relax slightly, but then I remembered the dream I had so long ago, and that mysterious voice showed me a vision of Draugr attacking my village. That didn't happen. That's not what this attack was. Did I change my fate, or was there something even more terrible coming on the horizon? Hey guys, Children of the Night here, and I just wanted to say thank you for either watching today's video on YouTube or listening to it on Spotify or all those other places in podcast form. And just know that if you're watching us on YouTube, just know it is available in podcast form on stuff like Spotify. And if you're watching us on Spotify, just know that it is also available on YouTube. <laughs> um, if you are also interested in supporting me more than you already are by watching here today, just know that I am on Patreon at patreon.com slash children of the night. Or you can just use the nifty link in the description. There you can get access to polls that dictate what I narrate here next. You can also get early access to the narrations and so much more. Any support there is gracefully appreciated. And also, you know what to do. If you're listening on YouTube, that is, like, comment, subscribe, and do all that other fun stuff that YouTubers tell you to do. Um, other than that, be sure to follow my social medias. That's all linked in the description as well. But other than that, I want to say thank you for listening, and good night and sweet dreams to all my fellow children of the night.